This is Kirsty Pike, founder and toilet cleaner of Proas Hunting Apparel for Women, and you're listening to the I Am Proas podcast. I'm here too. This is Catherine Brown, customer service coordinator and loyal minion at Proas. Enjoy the ride while we talk about all things hunting, Proas, and the women's outdoor industry. And prepare for the usual Proas shenanigans as we interview industry pros, talk amongst ourselves, and digress regularly. Regularly. Hey everybody, welcome to the I Am Proas podcast. Um, we're really excited today to introduce uh, Carly Kutnik. I hope I said that right, but we'll find out soon enough. Um, but with me, of course, is Catherine Brown. Here I am. Here she is. And so um, as with every podcast we do, we screw it up hugely before we even started. First of all, I had the wrong time written down on my calendar until I referred back to my email. That happened. <laughs> And I realized 20 minutes before starting, I can hear you laughing, Carly, (laughs) 20 minutes before we started that I didn't even have an SD card for this. So I had to run to Walmart to get an SD card. And if you know anything about the Gunnison Walmart, you can never get customer service there. I'm not blasting anybody. I'm just saying there was nobody in the electronics and I was trying to tear the SD card off and it wouldn't tear. So I went to customer service to get help. Nobody came. So I went and grabbed some scissors, opened them up, cut it off and like came back and confessed. I'm like, I yeah, cut these off. I didn't steal. Locked on there. So, cause they're a high dollar, small item you could put in your pocket. And I did the same thing when I ran for another podcast for an SD card, just kind of oops, tore it off. Carly, back. are you still there? <laughs> did you just hang up on her? Well, that kind of adds can to you, the experience. Can you carry honestly. on for a minute? I will. <laughs> Jesus. Meanwhile, Christ. I was making oh, that's all Carly sorts calling of me back. Hilarious puns. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I just accidentally hit my phone and hung up on you. I think it was funny that you 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 <laughs> up more while you were talking about how you up. I've so much already. There's three f bombs. That's already. right. <laughs> this is the perfect start to any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's ourselves. been that good that good um yeah so we finally made it all work together and it's been so long since i hooked this thing back up we had a sound check that lasted at least 10 minutes trying to figure out how to <laughs> put everything back together after i took it to new zealand so here we go hi hi hello how's it going you made it yeah you made it in twice that was great so yeah i actually <laughs> like was flopping my hands around and hit my phone which was sitting open and i hung up on you i didn't mean to do that carly's so. on point this morning thank so. god someone is someone okay so carly <laughs> clarify our, your last name for us well you crushed it it's kootnik <sighs> so i'm already impressed right there's yeah. your first win for the day that's win, my win. only win for the day <laughs> my rule no and calls- you got the sd card I did. You know what? I almost committed a, a crime doing it, but I did it for you. <laughs> That's how much you care. I'm so flattered. <laughs> I'm so flattered. Oh did my you God. buy the scissors or did you just go I to bought the, the scissors. <laughs> well, I went through, I actually was in the electronics section looking in their desk to see if there was some sitting out and there was not. So mm-hmm. I went to the office and I paid for them and I fessed up. I said, I know I'm on camera, but here's my stuff. Our claim to fame is the country's smallest I, Walmart. Mm-hmm. So you got to do, a girl's got to do well, what a girl's got to do. Before you all continue, yeah. the audio is pretty gnarly right now. Can you? Ooh. Now it's, now it's fine. But that means we have to yeah. sit closer. Do I have to sit like this uh, next to the microphone? Oh, <laughs> Uh, is it better now? 
it's much better. Yes, it was. Yeah, you got a little bit robot-y. It's fine. Okay, well, we'll I feel like we have to talk. <laughs> okay, sorry. I told you it was a train wreck from the from the beginning. So, um, anyway, Carly, it's yeah. not a train wreck. Entertaining. Oh, that's why we love you. Which is the purpose? Is the purpose of a podcast, right? Purpose, purpose of, of the pod- podcast. That's right. It is, and you get to hear both of us at one time. So, but we're gonna do our best not to talk over you, which we typically do because we get so zealous in our communications. But, mm-hmm. um, Carly, I, thank you for jumping in with us. Thank you for taking the time. It's a big deal, and we've been excited to talk to you. Um, so, tell us a little bit about yourself. So Carly Kutnick, like I said, you crushed it. Mm. Um, I grew up in Levita, Colorado, which is about, um, it's got a population of a thousand people in Southern Colorado. Um, have you both been there? Yes. Do you, do you know Woody and, um, there's Mary Shaka and there's a lot of people. Yeah. They were our neighbors growing up. No way. Like two houses down. No way. I went to nursing school with Mary and really, yeah. And her sister is married to my brother-in-law. So yeah, it's, it's almost ancestral Whoa. almost now. Yeah. That's, think about that. There's no way to not have a Pike connection though, before you get too excited. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I had no idea. How fascinating. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if we've crossed paths then before, like what he used to be, he might've been my basketball coach in like third grade or something too. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Small world, small, small world, Very. even smaller in Levita. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> I, but Levita is pretty extraordinary. It's this little bitty town that's nestled right up next to the Spanish peaks. There's phenomenal wildlife and resources and it's just, it's quirky and small. Did everyone Did get you? really excited when that Ricky Martin song came out? Uh, Levita Loca? I, mean, I, think, <laughs> I imagine, I think, I, I think that might've proceeded. Um, like I was a little bit too, too young. I think when that all, like I might have, well, I need you to interview out? some I don't know older if I was folks born. and find out for me. This is important. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm old enough for that, but, but yes. Well, you can take yes. a question back to your hometown and find out if Catherine's very deep and prodding question was relevant or not. Inquiring yeah, minds Catherine, want to know. How old are you? Goodness. I just turned 40. Damn. Yeah. She's old. I'm kidding. Old I'm kidding. <laughs> I, Damn. Did that song come out like in, in your formative years? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I think okay. I was in like middle school. Living the Vida Loca. You couldn't have been because I had kids Lips by that point. You could have been middle school though. No. That was Just back don't. when everyone thought maybe he was straight. Remember those days? Yeah. They thought Jessica Simpson <laughs> lost her virginity to him or something like that. Perhaps like, she did. No. <laughs> No moss. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. Sorry. That just, I told you it was just going to go we off digress. the rails. So anyway, Levita is an amazing town and um, continue, continue on before we interrupt you more. Um, no, interrupt as much as you'd like. In fact, I think I'm the one that asked the question. So, uh, you know, I was, yeah. I was just looping you back in, making it more entertaining. Oh, thank well, you. Well, tell us more yeah. about your, your background and how you got started in the outdoor wildlife industry of course yeah so i so i grew up on 35 acres and it was it's an elk wintering ground um is where that property is located and so when we would wake up in the morning um there would be i don't know several hundred head of elk in our backyard you know um our coyotes our dogs would get chased by coyotes when we would go on walks we would see porcupines all the time it was just bears that we would get we were scared coming off the bus every day because the bears especially in like really severe drought years they would kind of 
they, they would either hang around the trash cans or they would be, um, I don't know, like right by the, right in, in the trees in our house. And so you always had to make like the decision of like, do I stay at the top of the driveway at eight to 12 years old? Or do I walk down to the house? Like which one's safer? So, um, <laughs> Did you have a, a younger sibling? I have two sisters. So I have an, I'm the middle child. Oh, as long um, as there's one that's slower than you, that's all that matters. <laughs> right. <laughs> who do you love yeah. most that day? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Who can run faster? <laughs> Isn't that how you get, get out of bear times? Absolutely. You just need one slower person. That's it. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all. Sorry for the so, interruption. Uh, no, no, I was going to, I was, I mean, if you'd, if you'd like more, more, if you want something more morbid, I can share, like when we would get off, yes. we yes. got off the bus one time and gosh, I was, I was probably in first grade, first or second grade. I'll have to ask my sister about this, but one of our cats was being taken away by a hawk. Like the hawk had, yeah, yeah was hunting oh. our cat who was hunting. And, uh, that was a pretty traumatic the cat's name was Milky Way. It was a very traumatic experience <laughs> when you were start. that young. But, but I think there's, I think there's something to be said about you. You learn so much more about, like to bring to bring this full circle. I think you learn about the the, the circle of life, right? Of what this, what the outdoors are, the risks that they have, and and really how Mother Nature operates. And so having that appreciation and respect at a young age. Yeah, instilled in me at a young age. I think I've I've brought that into my adult life as well. So it's better than learning. I haven't seen Disney, another. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a little different than a Disney um, childhood. For yeah, sure. yeah. Our absolutely. daughters learned at a very early age. We live way out of town on a ranch, and they learned not to get very attached to their cats. <laughs> at a very no. no. So we actually for a while because we would never let our cats in. Um, we went through 23 cats in two years. So the kids started oh naming God. them numbers and then they started naming them like appetizer and dessert. And finally we got a cat that we allowed to stay in the house and it has lived. Bridget's like 13 years old now. Yeah. Yeah. I remember wow. your kids bringing her in the office at Prohis. <laughs> they like spent all them <laughs> giggling in the other room. Like what is going on? And they had gotten a kitten. Yeah. That's like, Oh, I'm glad you spent a hundred dollars on that cat. That's just going to disappear. Meanwhile, but, little Catherine was singing to birds with her finger out and very confused and dismayed why they didn't come and land on my finger like Snow White. And <laughs> sing back to me. <laughs> yeah. My, my kids learned to like not really get form form like hard attachments to pets early. So I coming back, mm-hmm. bringing it back to circle. That's what we were doing at our house too. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think that's the ranch life. I think you, yeah, I, I think things are a bit more challenging and, and life in many cases is a bit more fleeting and yeah. And you, you respect, yeah, you just respect mother nature a little bit more. So definitely, definitely. Well, I'm sorry you had that experience with Milky Way. It was very, it was very traumatic. It was very traumatic. We cried. I'm you know, sure you it was, did. It was that would horrible. be a hard thing so, to witness as a little girl. It would be. You. It would I be hard now. I sobbed over my, my hamster buttercup, and she died in, died in her sleep, I, I presume. So. You cried when you dropped the fish tank on your fish. Well, he broke his back. It was very sad, all right? Swam sideways after that. <laughs> she did cry. It's not... And this is... Once I named something... Is this a goldfish? What type of fish? It was a beta. How did you drop... We okay. were moving. Kirsty was making me move again, and she knows how I hate change. And I was moving the fish tank. 
<laughs> and I dropped it, and it took me forever to find it. It was in, like, this toy box full of, like, the latex masks I used to use for all our <laughs> auctions and, like, a little pool. And, and he broke his back and, like, swam in, like, an L shape for the rest of his fleeting life. It was very tragic. She cried. I did. She really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You grow you grow attached to those things that uh, provide you comfort day in and day out from your boss, you know? Especially right. a beta fish. That's right. Yeah. She taunts, she taunts my pain. I do. But you know what? She's responsible for the suicide of my betta fish, who is named Scott. <laughs> so I had Scott. He was a beautiful red betta fish, and he lived for quite a while. And so one day, Catherine decided it would be... We would throw stuff in each other's fish tanks that were funny, you know, and take pictures of it. We thought it was great. So Catherine throws a handful of these penis erasers that were, you know, that go on I the end of a... Stephanie pencil. Watrich sent them to us. Someone sent us. Someone sent like, them. And she threw them all in there. And Scott must have, in that night, jumped out. Because he was out of the fishbowl and on the floor. He looked like a little, little piece of red jerky. Red jerky. <laughs> so but, sad. Yeah. I, I felt bad her... about that. I didn't, I, I didn't know how homophobic your fish was. <laughs> well, be that as it may, <laughs> she replaced him with a new one named Color Wheel. And Color Wheel, he, he lived for a long time. Yeah. See? Yeah, I did you a favor. I, if you oh, think about it. I liked Color Wheel better. <laughs> So anyway, I, I think sorry. you all should have a, you should have beta fish sagas as a as a primer for each uh, podcast. I think we I think I we think can. That's have. it. I think we <laughs> we need to get some more. We do. I agree. Are you going to order some? She would order them from what? Thailand. <laughs> she would order them you online get from them Thailand. From Gunnison Walmart. Yeah, there's no fish in Gunnison Walmart. I like. I barely got an SD for, card. What are you talking about? Specific. <laughs> it's weird about me. You like that? I don't one. think they even sell fish in Walmarts anymore. Do they? Probably not. Somebody probably not thinks ours. it's cruel. Not yeah, ours for sure. No. Remember <laughs> SD card? I had to go buy scissors to get it. So there it was. All do right. they both have? Do they have fish at the state fair and stuff still? Like where you win a fish? Oh yeah, they do. And not, oh, not you know what? So last year, my husband and I took our grandkids um, to the state fair and bought them fish, and they died in the hotel room. So we never even. I and I went out oh, and I goodness. spent like two hundred dollars on fish tanks for them. And that the goldfish died, which they always do. So I got a well, betas, and the, the betas tanks? didn't even make. I don't. I'm sure my daughter, my very anal retentive daughter, has already sold them or thrown them away. Yeah, I'm a I'm a hoarder. She's a throw it out the moment that I stop using it or lose interest in it. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a the proper name for that. That's called human. minimalism. <laughs> exactly. It's see, it, see? her house looks a lot nicer than mine. I'll give her that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't form attachments to inanimate objects. Or animate. We just talked about that. <laughs> True. <laughs> also that, yeah. Just get shallow. That's all. Anything animals, humans, just don't form attachments. Do you realize that now all of a sudden Carly's interviewing us? Yeah, I like it. I know. The tables have turned. I feel them. <laughs> the beta So let's get back continue. to telling a little bit about yourself instead of us talking about ourselves nonstop. Yeah, tell us about your time in the uh, U.S. Air Force. Oh, so I so I graduated from Levita High School with a whopping class of 24 students, and uh, rolled over into um, joining the Air Force or joining the Air Force via the Air Force Academy, and that was a that was an experience where yeah I it was a really challenging experience and also really awesome. I had the I've had the opportunity about the last couple of years to go back and teach at the Air Force Academy, but needless to say, being a cadet there is um challenging frustrating you're you're 
day-to-day schedule is every ounce of time, for the most part, is accounted for. Um, they tell you when to do things, how you'll do things, why you do things. Um, and, and I think they've changed since, I don't know, 2008 to 2012 when I was there, um, which uh, all of the cadets, they when I was teaching there, they'd be like, when I would tell them stories, they'd be like, oh, back when it was hard. And uh, one of my responses would be like, well, no, back back when it was different, right? Like it, things were things were different 10 to 15 years ago um, than they are now. And I, I think we're always comparing ourselves to others. So um, anyway, there were things that were definitely more challenging. I think the academy has done better with ensuring their students and cadets get better sleep um, so that they can actually perform academically. Um, ensuring that there's uh, not as much hazing as there used to be um, and minimizing the scandals that come about as a result of that hazing and um, yeah, I think from a professional standpoint and from a commissioning standpoint, I think the Air Force Academy has really grown and improved, like I said, for the better. So back when things were different, not back when things were harder. Well, that's just different. I didn't realize I, you went to the Academy and that's, that's mm -hmm. really impressive. It was, it was a fun time. Like you put, it's, they call it a leadership laboratory, but really it's just, it's a, it's a social experiment, right? You put all of these students that have to live there for four years in the same spot and the debauchery that occurs and the goodness the there's but the fun that also occurs and the creativity that you see coming out of that place is is pretty awesome so you, like you had me at debauchery you had me at debauchery there's well there's none anymore everybody is very professional as you know <laughs> yep. you just don't get caught in the debauchery What's it, the thing? it was probably yeah. a lot easier before cell phones too to get away with it so that's that's one of the things. Like I said, it's not back when it was harder, back when it was different. Cell phones, I cell phones were only coming online, right? We still had like the the clicker text where you had to press the button three times to get like, I don't know, whatever letter. The C. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, text took so long back then. You know. That's why everything was you are great, you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Yeah. T Y. <laughs> Oh, wow. That, I, that's that's wild. So you still do some teaching over at the academy? Um, so I did. So the very, so I, I spent about nine and a half years in the Air Force and the last three years of that was spent at the Air Force Academy teaching. Um, and it, it was really a lot of fun to teach students, some of who had a lot of background in biology and others who had never heard of anything biological in nature at all, um, to, to be able to teach that core course that had most students come through. Wow. You have a phone call. <laughs> We're ignoring it. <laughs> customer service can wait. <laughs> yeah, take that. That's, that's pretty hard. I, you should not. You should. You should cut that part out of the podcast. <laughs> we care about our wait. customers. It's it's probably somebody doing some uh, SEO opt optimization or something like that. So we're fine. Oh, or they want to know if we booked our hotel too. for your SCI yet? That's yeah, really yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of course I'm going to book that through a phone call randomly. But, so um, how did the mm -hmm. uh, Colorado National Guard come out after the Air Force? Yeah, great question. So coming out of um, the Air, so after, so I was in the Air Force for, like I said, nine and a half years. I was stationed in Florida um, at Eglin Air Force Base. And then I was in Alaska at Ielson Air Force Base. And get this, I lived in North Pole, Alaska with this, and the Santa Claus houses there. I highly oh, recommend cool. you check it out. I feel like Provost needs to take a trip up there. 
I would like to go see Santa Claus for sure. The Even interior I, of Alaska is quite I've been on the naughty curious. list for a while. I'd like to campaign to make that change back. So, so Catherine, good news. There's actually a gentleman up there that has legally changed his name to Santa Claus. And he goes to the post office and he gets his Facebook page shut down all the time, apparently. Um, but we should, we should find him. He's a, he sounds like a, and he, he walks around in like red, like, like Christmas attire all the time. It always, it always so. seems weird how much he wants everyone to sit on his lap, though. That doesn't seem like... It's kind of pervy. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get your presents. I guess. The thing is, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> I mean, did it... <laughs> do we need to... Do we need to unpack this bike? <laughs> I don't know. It's too deep. Goodness. When you're the thing is is when you're a kid it doesn't seem abnormal, but now being an adult and reflecting on that, it's like hmm. why doesn't hmm. he say knee? Like come sit on my knee. Like that would be Right. How about you come stand next to me and I don't touch you? That would be even better. <laughs> How about you text me what you want? <laughs> a nice handwritten letter. Yes, from across the room. Or yes. have a handwritten letter is lost. I feel like we need to bring that back. I like that. Santa Claus is a good mm-hmm. man. Don't get me wrong. He's no, he's not a pedophile. Whoever your uncle was, like apparently in your child. <laughs> so that explains a lot. <laughs> This, this podcast, I'm like, man, I feel bad for the people listening to this. I know. Like the rabbit holes, <laughs> rabbit holes that we go down. I, I warned just, you. I thought we were talking about the National Guard. Okay. Yeah, we were. Sorry, sorry. Yes. So after my nine and a half years, I still wanted to continue to serve. And um, the National Guard had a, so I'm a bioenvironmental engineer um, in the Air Force. And basically I'm OSHA for the Air Force, which, which nobody likes OSHA. I'm sure you all have had, you know, your, you've had to create your safety and occupational health programs and you haven't. We don't have any of that here. No, never have. What? Very dangerous ladders (laughs) and things. Very historically, like the most dangerous climbing situations. We had to put boxes up high. You had to find it. (laughs) You're fine. You had to do this weird move off the top of the ladder that I always had to have (laughs) Kirsty like stand below me and tell me when my foot was about to touch it because it was terrifying. (laughs) It's true. Sorry. Oh don't call them. <laughs> I I won't. You should not tag them in this in the in the show notes on this either. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're trying not to interrupt you, but okay, we uh, but we will. No, 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 please continue. So I so I wanted to continue to serve and um working as a they call it a bee. Um working as a bee, I'm tied to the medical group. And so our job is to basically document our service members' exposures and um and ensure that they are getting then getting evaluated for those exposures, um, be it blood tests or hearing tests, um, so that we can track them over the, I guess, the longevity of their service time. Um, and so that they, they have some sort of documentation of the things that they were exposed to um, long term. So it's, it, it's a needed job, but preventative medicine is not usually received well until an accident happens and then everyone's like, why didn't we do these precautionary things beforehand? So um, that's always been, it's always been fun, but I've had the opportunity. um, I like to better explain this job is like, I got the opportunity to go on a field trip to other people's workplaces every day. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. Like I've gotten to ride in Russian tanks and stand at the top of a, um, uh, like a sighting tower for um, 
like when we do like underwater underwater like torpedo shoots and all the ranges at Eglin Air Force Base, we got to do some really really cool stuff. There's some fascinating infrastructure. That's I got to sit on the other side of a get the, this one's one of my most nerve-wracking ones. I got to sit on the other side of a four-foot wall while they exploded eight pounds of C4. I couldn't tell you the I don't know like like the sound um, pressure measurement of that because it was over 10 years ago, um, but, or it was, I guess, about 10 years ago, but it was the, like, I don't know, the sound pressure wave and the sound pressure that you feel in your body, you know, like, uh, think of a bass, the bass when you're next to somebody's car that's, like, bumping. That is what you felt for an explosion, and you were just a couple feet on the other side of the wall. Anyway, that was terrifying, but we did get to be exposed to a lot of really cool stuff. I feel so, like you have lived a million years in your life. Like you have I mean, amazing well, stories and amazing things you've done. How funny. I, I mean, I think that's everybody. I think everybody has their own curious path. And I, I don't know. I learned, actually, my best friend tells me, she goes, if somebody offers something or somebody mentions something, she goes, all you have to do is say yes, right? And you'll have a multitude of experiences. You'll have a multitude of, like, I don't know interesting things to fill your life for the rest of your life. So good stories, cool. bad decisions, all of it. Well, never a bad decision. It's just <laughs> something you learn from, right? It's how you frame it. There's a few no, yeses I probably decision. shouldn't have done, but yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's hear about them. <laughs> That's like, another what? podcast. I think we've done our bad decision podcast, actually. Did. Yeah, that was one. I will have that to go and It was a bad one. So after the National Guard, it sounds like you were deputy director for Parks and Wildlife here in Colorado. Yep. So simultaneously, so the Guard, I was a, they call them weekend warriors. So you come in two days a month um, and then you, um, you have to do an additional like 14 or 15 days a year outside of those two days a month. And, um, and so my full-time job then getting out of the military was, um, working as a deputy director for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And um, that was a that was a very, very neat job. I really enjoyed that agency is they've got a lot going on. They're extremely um, I mean, they're they're busy with so many different things and they have so many different audiences that they tend to constantly. And I I just had a I mean a, a huge appreciation for all of the staff there. They're they're outstanding. Um, I, on the other hand, am not particularly, uh, I don't love the executive face of things. I don't know, Kirsten, you tell us about your executive experience. Do you, are you, do you enjoy being the overlord? Um, More so the toilet cleaner. I, think. I do. I, you know, I oh. like, yeah, the toilet <laughs> cleaning. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to work with people that I, I truly love. Like Catherine and I have been together for I don't know. I think, don't you say I'm your longest standing relationship? Yeah. <laughs> Sad and true. So sweet. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, it, the cool part is being surrounded by a lot of really cool people and, and cool women. So it's not so hard. Um, I used to do, um, I was an ER nurse and I was the director of the ER and trauma services here in Gunnison for about 20 years before I did PROAS. And um, I thought that was harder, um, just dealing with a lot more people, a lot more regulations and stuff like that. So I think mm -hmm. this is different because, um, in two ways it's, it's my baby and it's people that I choose. And so, um, you know, I think over the years, Catherine and I've realized the people that 
um, we weed them out. But they, well, they just can't tolerate us very long. <laughs> That's true. We've been called out for our weird relationship <laughs> more than once. <laughs> and, and we've lost a lot of shipping clerks over the years. So I don't understand it. I don't either. They're so fun. And, yeah. So, so I mean, fun. we've just, I don't know. So here's the fact is neither of us are hireable anywhere else. No. No. Nope. We have bad habits and no rules and... Still, everything gets We're done. Constantly so. sharing our ideas with each other. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So. <laughs> you have beta fish, and we have. Well, we did, but they all died. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> Murdered. Murdered. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's you know, at you know, at going into different situations and dealing with other kind of executive roles with different companies and stuff. I can I can see that you know, Pro's is a different. Obviously, you can tell a different breed altogether. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's what makes us different, but. It's what makes it sustainable in some ways. So, you know, it's, it's just, you got to make it fun. If you don't make it fun, mm-hmm. nobody's going to have a good time with it. And people want to have fun and they want to kind of find that other side of life. They don't want it to all be serious. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how did you segue into Artemis then? Looks like you've been there for less than a year now. Look at you carrying mm-hmm. the team, Catherine. Good job. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, this, this press release came out uh, December 8th. 2022 and my math skills are on point so (laughs) nice nice she didn't even have a calculator out (laughs) i was using my fingers and toes all right i i still count on my fingers too my nephews my nephews can do the math in their head and one of them's just seven years old and i'm sitting there and i'm having to count on my fingers to see if i can even keep up i still sing the abc song when i have to alphabetize anything (laughs) i need to put left and right i need to do my l's with my fingers so it's no lie we're all pretty special yeah Mm. yeah one of my nephews did that for the first time yesterday i was like where did you pick that up and how about the lefty righty tighty lefty lucy i use that quite often i have to say very often for mm-hmm. sure that's uh yeah but if you're working on like oil or, or like what a gas thing it's the opposite direction isn't it i don't know i haven't worked Is on any of those I things haven't been able to open any of those things ever <laughs> <laughs> i think they're just broke <laughs> Okay. These are these are experiences I've had from a house remodel. Oh. Like, you sit there and you're like, I don't really. Oh, and actually, I think I built a shelving unit with some of the, um, what you call it, pipe, um, PVC. Oh, I'm blanking. No, it's you know, like the cool, like the nice looking shelves that you put in your house. Um, pipe. It's just pipe. Yeah, pipe. I don't know. It's... Metal metal pipe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I couldn't tell Conduit. you what type it is. So. <laughs> That was a well, really big word. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's when things go bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, don't don't mix the two. Anyway, yeah, righty tidy, lefty loosey. Except for maybe we should Google that. I should Google that. Go- Google it. I before E, except after C. Uh, yeah. So tell us about uh, Artemis. How did you get started there? Yeah. And she tried, that? but we interrupted her. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, said, <laughs> well, I also derailed us there. Uh, so yes. So I. So coming out of CPW, it it was really apparent that I still wanted to be in the conservation space and doing work with conservation. And um, what better group to do it than with sportswomen? And the Artemis and um, there's Artemis ambassadors. We have. Uh, about 65 of them right now and they we span the nation and uh yeah I, I yeah I I guess I had always maybe dreamed of being part of 
the Artemis organization. And as I was, in fact, as I was getting out of the military, I reached out to Marsha Brown, my predecessor, and I said, hey, I'd love to do, um, they the military, oh, you guys might actually like this. The military has a program called SkillBridge, and this is where you can take military members and they can do either on-the-job training or they can go and seek additional training with the, like, civilian sector, so with industry um, or with government or whoever to build their skills outside of kind of that military-esque um, I don't, I don't know, environment. And so I initially reached out, I found Artemis on Instagram. I was new to Instagram back then, in case you were wondering. And, uh, <laughs> and I on found the Artemis and I was like, oh. <laughs> yes, on the internets. Yes, I can use a computer. I'm surprised. I surprise myself sometimes, but I can do it. Um, You've seen our technical and- skills already, so... I was looking at your website. Listen, you guys have some great deals on some gear right now. Um, I was looking at your website the other day and I was like, man, they have a good just not like developer this is good it's easy to get around it's easy yeah, to navigate was so <laughs> it wasn't us. you should just take credit you gotta take Kirsty, for example was so excited when she was able to print on both sides of a page of paper the other day it was like a revelation i'm like i'm pretty sure that technology has been around since like the 60s no but mine would i didn't have that like it was my computer that's why i got a new computer she was two so of excited. them, wow. which is apparently, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nobody knows that sound. <laughs> Nobody knows that sound anymore. I know. We, we you live as any of the youths. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the youths these the, days, the youths, the youths. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like you, you become more tech unsavvy as you get older. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, so Instagram. If you want some interesting military members to come work for you and work in, yeah, and learn the ropes of prowess, man, you all should check out. It's called DoD Skillbridge, and I'm happy to give you more information on it. But it's a super cool program. So you don't you don't pay the um, the military member. They still retain. You can have them up to six months. You create an agreement and some objectives of things that they'll learn, and then um, you just go for it. And uh, you can have them do anything or yeah learn anything or practice anything or develop you had something us at, at don't pay <laughs> and exactly. anything <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's awesome though i mean as much as we're poking fun that sounds like a really cool program yeah, what a cool program it is and it's equally so i i mean i think it's so congress passed this i think back in 2012 and i it's it both benefits i think industry and military members in that the transition from going from being a service member to not you kind of get this crutch and somebody that's willing to i don't know teach you teach you the ways of civilian life like there's just there's different ways of communicating with people there's different ways of um asking people to do things there's different ways to just yell at them to do push-ups or something Listen, I working I've worked with the army a couple of times, and like the air force, I feel like we've graduated from that because we're a little bit more of You're a. Smarter. I wouldn't say no, well, no. I'm not that's trying that's to a be not PC, but I, I took. I remember taking the test, and they were like, "You, you should apply for the air force." And I was like, "Cause I'm smart. I'm super smart. I'm smart." <laughs> I, so the thing is, like, each one of them takes different skills, right? Like if you are super mechanically inclined, yeah, they might want you in the Navy or the um, Army. I guess also the Air Force. We have aircraft mechanics that are really impressive. 
Well, that's um, good. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah, saying. Me too, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I forgot about the ASVAB. We took that in high school. So no push-ups. Wow. I don't, I can't see Catherine surviving in the, in the military. Force. I think you'd cry. Not after the Air Force Academy. Of course I'd yeah. cry. No push-ups. <laughs> Is there any doubt? <laughs> I think you all would be just fine. But I do feel like Proist is a is a prime place to bring military members in and adjust them. Adjust them <laughs> to the civilian I don't, I don't think anyone in, should be adjusted in, here. In Gunnison, Colorado. You're a, do it. a greater metro, Gunnison, Colorado. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Only one town smaller, and that would be Levita, Colorado. <laughs> and Nucla. Yeah, yeah, Nucla. Just one town. <laughs> mm. Yes, Nucla's tiny. Yeah, that's where yeah. our social media director is. Nucla. Oh, really? Yep. Greater Metro Nucla. I mean, there's only one light in Whoa. Nucla and a co-op, I think. Why I know no? Mia's going to be listening to this, being like, there's there's two lights <laughs> there's, and a convenience no store. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go through there Just a lot awesome. going over toward Trinidad. It's it's beautiful over there, by the way. Mm-hmm. 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 I couldn't agree more. So. Yeah, okay, I'd back. love to make it back there. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry to it's really digression. sad when Catherine's the one that's like pulling us back. <laughs> sorry, Catherine. Sorry. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You, you said so you wanted helps. I did. Look Artemis. at you. So it's a, it, it's a program that is intended to um, both bring women into the sporting community, more so keep them there and educate them and develop them into conservation-minded individuals um, and and then developing and crafting a community that makes them feel valued, appreciated, and elevates their voice in the conservation space. Um, So there's not a lot of women that are working in leadership positions at state agencies. There's not a lot of women that are working in leadership positions um, in in federal agencies. And so this is um, an opportunity for sports women. So women that hunt fish and trap, um, we're, we're hoping in the future to get into trapping, I suppose, a little more. But to to really understand the tenets of conservation, what conservation is, what it means, how hunting and angling are the the large funders of conservation um, via Pittman-Robertson, Dingle-Johnson dollars, and then how we can use our voice and provide a different perspective to um, rulemakers and legislators and commissioners. Um, and, and so it's been just a, I've never worked with pretty exclusively women, but because because of my military background, but man, I will say to work with these volunteers, our ambassadors, they're just, there's a lot of badasses. They're just, they both work in the industry. So in hunting, fishing, or conservation, or even those that are outside of it. Um, we have um, ambassadors that are adult onset hunters and adult onset fish- anglers. And also ones that have grown up their entire lives, like like myself, hunting and fishing. I've never which heard I'm a not very good at adult onset for something positive. I like that. It's always like, diabetes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> diabetes. Adult onset. Adult yeah. onset. Hmm, that, is, that is a very good point. Uh, but Maybe I we should say, change that language. <laughs> I have to say, though, um, when you guys first started up, when Artemis first started, um, you you were definitely on my radar because nothing like that had been done yet. It elevates mm-hmm. everything um, just to a whole nother dynamic, in my opinion. And I always, you know, as as proists, wanted to somehow connect with you guys and, um, I don't know, just join forces, for lack of a better term. And um, just wrangling in that community of women, because I think what you've noticed, too, is 
um, the same things that have built ProUS is how there's this sisterhood mm-hmm. out there. And women are, they're not competitive as like men. And I'm not man bashing by any means, but I'm just saying that mm-hmm. women tend to be very supportive of each other and finding those avenues where you can work together and, and bring more women in and make mentors. And, and again, that brings in the next generation just because, because women, if women are in there, the kids will automatically be in there. And it's, it's such a, a cool vibe. And people always, I think they hard time women a lot. They think that women are catty and can't get along. And, and you and I talked about it when we talked the other day, the women who can't get along usually weed themselves out of this environment because they don't get along. Everybody else does. And it's, it's such a cool vibe really. Right. And I think if you, if, if you want to learn or be part of it, everybody is welcoming with open arms, right? Every, every single sportswoman that I've had the opportunity to work with is like, well, let's do this. Let's show, let's show you this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's, I think the transparency and authenticity is, um, and the lack of, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. The, the ability to maybe put your, put your head down and, and be good and competent at something, albeit, maybe not a, a traditionally women's space is, is pretty amazing. And, and they want to share that. And I, I just, like I said, I'm, I'm just absolutely astounded at the quality of volunteers that I get to work with every day. Goodness. They, they reach out to me and they check on me and they ask me what things they can do. Like, like almost to the point where I can't actually respond because there's, there's so many of them. So Actually, I, I for one, completely understand that. <laughs> I, for one, completely understand that. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't keep up with all of you guys. You're amazing. So, so mm-hmm. Kirsty, how did Proas get involved with Artemis? Yeah, tell, I would tell, love to hear the background. Weave us a yarn. <laughs> weave, I shall weave you a yarn. Do I have to make eye contact with you while I do it? Directly, yes. Oh, God, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know, we um, about a year ago, um, we kind of made a, a partnership for podcasting, which... I, you know, we were going to, we sponsored the Artemis podcast because I don't think Artemis would ever want to sponsor a pro, a pro podcast. Weird. Like, yeah, I know it's so professional, but so that's kind of where it started. But then Carly took the reins and, um, we've been kind of talking back and forth about getting on the phone and just life got in the way of life. And we connected last week on, um, a zoom call and it was awesome. I mean, I think it's just so nice to be able to put um, faces to names and, and really mm-hmm. have some dialogue and, and figure out, you know, where the connections are and, and where we make a good vibe together. And I just think, I think we do, just obviously, because you're still talking to us right now. I mean, you haven't hung up yet. I hung up on her. Yeah, did you really want me here? And uh, have you had you, people hang up on you? No. No, because oh, we'll call them back. Like, we have we have crank called our staff before though. That was that was fun. But <laughs> maybe you'll be next. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! No, but that's uh, it's and and Catherine knows as 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 I mentioned earlier. As soon as Artemis kind of hit the ground, I was intrigued and I really liked what was going on and and just trying to find ways that we could work together. And it's just kind of simply fallen into our laps in the last year that um, this is gonna. I think it's a good partnership. And I've always I liked the agree. name, the goddess of the hunt. Right? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <clears throat> yeah, I am, I'm so impressed with our co-founders. Like, how, how thoughtful of a name. And, and I was, um, I was reviewing some of the, the items for, like, how we got our name. And 
<laughs> and one of the co-founders, I don't, Jess Johnson out of Wyoming, she, she goes, I didn't want another acronym with a W in it. Like, that's perfect. Like, that's actually that perfect. Sense. Yeah. We have a lot, everything's like we have becoming outdoors women. Uh, like there's, I think wild women, there's everything's got a, there's just so many women's organizations that have a W in them. And, and so I think Artemis was, um, maybe a notable non-acronym. And it's a powerful name. It's yeah, a powerful word. A and powerful name. And naming for a while. And I ended up naming one of my hawks Artemis when I was doing falconry, but it ended up being a male. So I was a little disappointed <laughs> about that. <laughs> but okay. I kept the That's name. Right. I was like, he's still a badass. Maybe in this day and age, it would just fly just fine. Just call him Art. Yeah, art, art or already. Yeah, Artie. I like that. I did not know that after yeah. all these years. I did not know. First bird I trapped, I had that name like completely picked out, and I was gonna get a female red tail and this, that, and the other thing, and it ended up being a male. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Fun story. That's but, true. But really quick, can I get the Cliff Notes version of your time in falconry? Falconry. Well, I've yeah. I've been a master falconer. For several years, I started falconry, I think, about 18 years ago now. And I've taken a hiatus because I've got a little girl that's three now. I tried to do it when she was a baby and wasn't getting out enough. But mostly hunted with red-tailed hawks and mostly caught rabbits and hares and really, really enjoy it. But I can, I go, be... can I go out with you sometime? Yeah, when, I, when I'm doing it again. I'm a cool person again, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's but awesome. a local falconer actually reached out to me that's getting a knee replacement that wanted me to fly his bird for a couple months this winter. So I'm pretty excited about that, that that will be a segue back into it because I definitely miss it a lot. Well, I also snowmobile, so I'll have to come out to Gunnison in Crested Butte and do some snowmobiling out there. And then I'd love to jo yeah, join you for some falconry. Heck I've, yeah, I've supposedly never... we'll be uh, having a bird December, January time frame so come out and snowmobile down and we'll do something cool falconry falconry okay. just don't ask her about falconry the ancient alt of falconry falconry <laughs> <laughs> nobody did ask it's me. amazing nobody did <laughs> and what how do you like how do you train birds to come i know you have the you, like there's cliff notes anyway, cliff we don't notes to... is magic sorry I'll I'll look. i train them I'll, with magic i'll go look it up no you don't have to that. look it up we'll we'll have a separate conversation because i've i've learned over the years that not many people care as much as i do <laughs> it's really true so there, <laughs> let me just tell you a little story um Aww. so i know it was a, a number of years ago and when Catherine first started i mean because falconry is really cool and you know everybody's intrigued by it and it's awesome and, and, was, and she's very I was knowledgeable full of myself and and like to bring it up as a topic a lot and like to talk about it <laughs> myself a lot back in those days since, since then i've been horribly humbled many times mostly by kirsty <laughs> well and and now paul and paul my current partner uh, yeah so wonderful he, he paul was our it guy for years and uh, he came in to work on our computers or something and and Catherine just starts talking about falconry and Paul's being polite and listening and listening and listening and listening. And, um, you know, there's, I think Shonda and Joni were still there yeah. working with us at that time. And finally she goes, aren't you, aren't you disappointed that you asked me about falconry? And he goes, but I didn't. <laughs> that was a oh, running joke for a harsh. long time. Crushed my soul. <laughs> and then you're like, sorry. <laughs> it was so funny. That. And it was in front of everybody. Yeah. So that was even better. And we were just friends at that point. We're, we're together now. But the funny thing is like, 
the first time we ever went out hunting together after like years of being friends, I had this badass red tail hawk. And the majority of time I took people out, like I mostly hunted by myself and my bird would just fly off and make a complete fool of me because they weren't used to being around anyone else. I'm like, ah, falconry, let's go look for my bird for hours. This is fun. <laughs> and she was way up on a cliff and I flushed this rabbit and it ran right at Paul's feet and this hawk slammed into this rabbit like right at his feet. And I remember seeing his face, his jaw was just dropped open and he was <laughs> flabbergasted, I think is the correct word for his experience. Flabbergasted. <laughs> His expression, but I was like, wow, this is like the first time in my life that I've actually like felt like a complete badass. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's how it goes pretty much every time. No big deal. <laughs> that's me. I'm into falconry. He did not know what to do, though, when the rabbit was running at him and this bird was just like dive bombing off like a hundred foot cliff, like straight at him. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, my God. But that is not normally how it goes, so I'm not trying to set a high bar for you if I take you out. <laughs> Always set the bar low, because you could just step over it. I, I trip over it still. I know. <laughs> but then nobody expects too much, so it works right? out okay. Just dig it into the ground. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> Artemis. Artemis is cool. So I'm excited about the partnership. I think we've got great things to do together. Thanks. I'm I'm thrilled as well. I think it's it's been pretty neat. Right on that on that same note, it's been really neat watching Proas kind of rise through the ranks of being a notable uh, industry lead, especially for women's gear. It's I, I'm always astounded at how long it's taken to provide quality women's gear, and so so kudos, congrats. Well, do you, do you That's own awesome. any Proas hunting apparel, Carly? Because we're currently having I, a sixty percent <laughs> off. <laughs> Closeout sale that you might want to take advantage of, and I can certainly well, I set gonna, you up with an industry park, discount year round. Do it, do it, do it. I was going to buy it. the parka, but oh, it comes in extra one. small and small, oh, and I'm fast. I'm more of a large. Check a out the quest jacket. We have a full size run of that, and oh, that's a really great. Is, it's one of my piece. favorites. I love that jacket. Really? Heck yeah! It's really super. Comfy. Are you planning on putting a, a hood on that one? Because that's what else I was looking at. We have added a hood to a lot of our lineup this year. The Tory hooded jacket, the Collade super down jacket. Yep. Now have a hood. Um, we've got nice. a lot of hooded items, and you would certainly qualify for an industry discount regardless of our running sales. So, shoot me an email wow. or give me a call, and I'll hook you up. Okay. Hook you hook her I'd up. <laughs> That would be phenomenal. Absolutely. Thanks. That's my pros plug thank for the you, day. That's right. That's She used to do sales I, before customer service. Sales. It was done very well. <laughs> I, I am a little disappointed you didn't use your like elevator voice, like your, your phone answering voice to, to oh, sell that, though. You just challenged yeah. her. Should we try again? Pros Hunting Apparel, this is Catherine. Oh, wait, that's my other job. Sorry. <laughs> pros Hunting Apparel, this is... I can't do it on command. I can do bun bun voice, though. Oh, yeah, do bun bun. We used to have a pet bunny in the office. Do bun bun. Carly, do you wanna do you wanna buy some hunting apparel? Because we got some really good deals going on right now. <laughs> that was the rabbit. That's fantastic. Voice. I know. And How about also, our... if somebody picked up the phone like that, I'd be like, "This is this is not good." <laughs> <laughs> she can do Arnold you Schwarzenegger too. For Fools. Do Arnold. You buy now. There. Yep. See, that's how you get All sales. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's how we roll. Nice. All right, we're gonna push awesome. into our game. So. Okay, okay, ready. Okay. All right. You get to ask questions about your life. 
we're going to be clairvoyants and fortunes, uh, fortunes, lucky charms. <laughs> we're going Man. to refer to our lucky eight ball for this. Yep. So what would you do like? Do you have to- a lucky eight ball? Yeah, we do. I'm holding it in my, in my paw right now. Nice. Okay. Really quick. Before we roll into the game, I just, I, do you all remember in school when you used to fold up the little pieces of paper into fortune tellers? Yeah. I did that like three months ago. Someone challenged me and I was like, I think I could do that. And I made one. And yeah, yeah, those are the best muscle memory right there. That I'm impressed because mm -hmm. I don't think I could do it. You have to start out with a square piece of paper. Yeah. You had to like, yeah, it has Mm -hmm. to be square. Yes. Not rectangular. Ooh, I'm going to have to do that. That'd be fun. I'll show you how to do it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could do it with like, what you have a lot of the dry bags that you like have folded cool in a cool way. You could send a couple of those folded as a fortune teller. Oh my yeah. God. You are onto right? something. Pick a color. Pick now, a that's, yeah. <laughs> P-I-N-K. Exactly. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yep. Okay. All fortune right. tellers. Well, Sorry next, about that. Next, uh, Next podcast, I'm going to make one of those, and we'll do that instead. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Just imagine where we could go with that. Oh, the yeah. rabbit holes. Oh, my gosh. We can put whatever we want on that thing. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I you... like it. Yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen in on that one. <laughs> Perfect. You got to listen to our bad decisions ones, though. That's You'll either love us or hate us after that. I, I, will, I will listen to that. I mean, I feel like everybody's made a bad decision or two in their lives, but mm-hmm. you learn a lot mm-hmm. from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or or not. Or not. Like, either way. <laughs> or not. You just keep, keep repeating it. Benefit, <laughs> reward, benefit, reward. That's why right. the symptoms question, of ADD. Question number one. Question one. Question number one. That's not a personal question, but it is a programmatic question. Do Artemis and Croes have a future, an awesome future as partners? Well, this one's giving me a little heartburn. I'm <laughs> yeah, not you if better answer if it's right. Wrong answer, reshake it, please. Keeps coming up on the seam. Well, that's not good. Uh, try again. <laughs> this, is, this is not going off. No, let me wrong visualize question. the question yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were clairvoyant. Better it, not. Better time? not tell you now. Oh, that's not bad. That's, that's non-committal. That's neutral. But it's not good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Do it it's again. Good. Okay, do over. Time. <laughs> you just keep shaking do until over. you get the answer you Talk want. To you magic eight ball. Hold on. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that on the podcast. Am I? Am I not? When, when you crop things, do you do you? It's like an explosion. It's like, or do you just put a, a beep? We just do an explosion. F bomb. Oh, nice. Explosion. That's clever. Clever. It is decidedly so. Oh, okay. Rapture. Only took me 10 attempts, but here we go. <laughs> that was, that was perfect. Excellent. Like that's that. what we wanted to hear. Magic eight ball. It, it is, is decidedly so. That's better. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the voice it needs to be. All right. What's your next question? Question number two. Question number two. Um, oh, wow. I don't, I don't know what I'm I need some help on this one. Hmm. I mean, we did say we were going to ask for like relationship advice, yeah. but let's do a personal question that you want to know about the future. Will let's, let's do this. Will I meet my husband this year? Ooh, that's a good question, right? This year. <laughs> you may bet on it. <laughs> Will you can can we come to this podcast? Can we can can we come to the wedding? 
Yeah, I feel like Absolutely. we need to be invited if we're predicting your future. That's right. I feel like we yeah. should because we I do, feel like we're part of it. You know people do those arches? We could make a proist arch with proist camo. Ooh, I like mm -hmm. this. Yes. Yeah. All right. Question number it, three. We could make it fancy. Fancy. Question number three. Okay, so I just got knee surgery. I just had my meniscus repaired, and I've been on crutches now for five weeks, and I have five more on crutches. And so my and they told me that I have, I'll know if the surgery is successful in the next six months to two years. So my question for the magic eight ball is, is yeah, will I avert injury this um, for the next two years? Oh God, please no be pressure. Good, please be a no good pressure. answer. I don't understand. Tell me the question. Please. That was weird phrasing. What am I? <laughs> what's the positive on that? What answer are you okay, looking for will, here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will i avoid injury this year okay that's easy okay that's easier that mm -hmm. i understand you got to speak simply here <laughs> less words the better will she avoid injury magic eight ball does shaking it help cannot I feel like predict we need music now. between these when we produce this oh we do here oh wait hold on i can put some hold on do it again oh, okay nice. <laughs> oh, I didn't Outlook. hear it. Outlook. Oh, you didn't? Oh, we did. No, it Outlook didn't come good. through. Outlook is good. Nice. Outlook good. Oh. Outlook good. <laughs> Outlook that very so good. <laughs> that brings me great joy. Oh, that's our job that to bring you joy. Hooray! Let's end on a good um, note with that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, can could we do could we do one more thing? Yes. How's how's Pro is feeling about a giveaway? A little Ooh. giveaway. Ooh. Oh, wait, here. I know you can't hear it, but we're going to do it here. Okay. This picture's some, like, funky, like, 70s funk. It sounds like something I mean, that is, would be on Jimmy it is Fallon. Funky Friday. Concentrate so. and ask again. <laughs> That's Shit. a high expectation for me. That's not going to happen, 8-Ball. It says, concentrate and ask again. Okay, I'm really focusing this time. I Get it. Is that a squirrel yeah. outside? I it's a bunny. What am I going to eat for lunch today? Okay, okay, okay. Artemis giveaway. Got it. Artemis giveaway. I have it in my mind. Shaking the eight ball. Most likely. Woo! I think we got it going also on. Also non-committal. <laughs> also non-committal. I feel Thanks. like the most non-committal eight ball I've ever been. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man all the way. <laughs> I mean, most if we had likely. to put a gender on an eight ball, it's a do, male. Do you love me? <laughs> Most likely. Most likely. <laughs> Concentrate. <laughs> I feel like that's as positive as eight's going to give us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, let's do a giveaway. We'll just say it is decidedly so. It is decidedly so. <laughs> the deciders have like decided it. that it is decidedly so. The clairvoyance in the room. <laughs> we don't need no stinking eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember on that show you could hear her typing in the background? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, that was probably way you before can, your you time. Can, you can that hear was... me Googling if I'm trying to be clairvoyant. Well, yeah, <laughs> but wasn't says... there, there was somebody then in, in between. I can't remember what her name was, but I definitely remember her on television. I'm getting a strong feeling that you received a Bachelor of Science in Biology from the U.S. Air Force Academy. Is that correct? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it is decidedly did so. From, did you get that from the... <laughs> it is decidedly so. 
I meant to look you up on Wikipedia because that's fun. That's when we found out like how much Lanny Barnes weighed and everything like that. Like, the stuff oh, that gets put in there is terrible. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm famous enough. What's your what's we'll have to look you up. I don't have one. On Wikipedia. I feel like you have uh you have several more you don't have a Wikipedia page? Not that I know of. I don't know. I don't how much fun we could have. <laughs> I'm going to make one <laughs> with like a complete false information. <laughs> Starting out as a man, <laughs> Kevin Pike. <laughs> I was going to be named Kevin. No, my sister was. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That'll be popular amongst the hunting communities. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. I guess we should probably start to wrap this up. Otherwise, we're going to keep you here forever. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it up. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I just, I should just come to Gunnison and hang out with y'all for a day. You Absolutely. should. We already have plans. It's decidedly so. It I know. You just bonded so. over falconry. Falconry. The falconry. ancient art of falconry. Falconry. And my male hawk Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> So much that biology degree did for you. He was majestic AF, all right? I'll have you know. Art. Just good old Artie. Art. Cool. <laughs> art. Yeah, definitely come on name. up. Maybe we can meet okay. in the middle at La Vida Loca. Live in La Vida Loca. Uh, well, yeah, we could. That would be fun. I haven't yeah. been to La Vida in about a year or so. Oh, so my I need goodness. to make it down there. Your old stomping grounds. That's right. Stomp, oh, stomp, yeah. Stomp. For sure. Yeah. For well, sure, for sure. We'll say a prayer for Milky Way for you. It's I traumatic. did forget. I, I, I don't know if I'm hands, Poor Milky Way. That, <laughs> and, and really, really quick, I should mention that we also, during my childhood, we also went through a number of cats, a number of cats. So I feel like, I feel like we've just bonded. Same, it's only yeah. fair that they get preyed upon the little murders that they are. Kind of, right. but not yeah. really. Not yeah. Just don't form a bond. See, I'm going to be sad when Bridget goes because I've had her for almost as long as you've been around. There is a, <laughs> a trivia question, like what species on the planet other than humans is responsible for like the death of the most species? And oh, it's a domestic cat. I could tell that. I can tell you because I find little entrails and pieces, parts under my dining room table yeah. daily. Every, every kind of animal and insect within their killing abilities all over the world. My cat had jumped into our window in the middle of the night with a dying baby rabbit before. It, oh it was it was very raucous. It was um, a little terrifying. And then it's the, the thing that you've got to get up and walk and find the, the light switch, and you don't know what you're walking into. But yeah. Mm. I was excited to see that my cat had caught a mouse in my house the other day, and then she proceeded to release it under the fridge. I'm like, <laughs> thanks a lot. You probably got that outside, and you're like, here, you can live here now. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> oh, my <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Carly, thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to working with you um, down the line with Artemis and everything. So um, thanks for taking the time and sticking with us. You, you didn't hang up on me. I hung up on you. Just remember. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, it was quality customer service, if I may say. <laughs> Just not for the person that called in. No, they're fine. <laughs> they can keep their hotel for the STI convention. <laughs> That's right. I don't want that one. <laughs> I need a ship bag hotel. That's what we usually get. So thanks, we'll have Carly. to bomb out the shit get bag. Well, thanks, Carly. We'll connect here soon. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate we'll see it. You in and January. I hope you have a great weekend. All right. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye.